In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 292nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to look at the Carolina Panthers this week. I don't have a title right here. I was going to go with something about the toothless uh, tiger or the panther or, you know, something something along that lines. But we'll figure that out later. We're going to get to the Sam Darnold. Hear from Coach Matt Rule. Look at their season scores. Uh, Russian receiving and defense. And then look at their special teams. This is a team in disarray right now. They um, won their first three games and lost their uh, next four. The injuries are piling up. Their acquisitions are not working out for them. Things are not going well. Up I-85 in Charlotte. Let's go to uh, Sam Darnold. They traded for Sam. He was the first. He was a the third overall pick in the first round by the New York Jets, 2018, and got worse each year up there. Uh, Carolina elected to move on from Teddy Bridgewater, traded him to Denver for a sixth round pick, and got Darnold after failing in the Stafford sweepstakes. They traded a six-round pick in 2021 and a second and a fourth in 2022 and uh, uh, for, for Stafford, or excuse me, for Darnold. This has to work for them because they're on the hook. They, bought, they took his fifth-year option. Maybe they got to sit him down with a quarterback coach uh, and get his mechanics back together. Uh, he's not... Um, He's locking in on guys. He's throwing off his back foot. His first option's being taken away now that people have it on film, what they did in the first three games. And uh, he's not reading the the progression. So uh, it's a hot mess up there. But for some reason, uh, you know, um, not having Christian McCaffrey is a factor. But let's look at uh, some of his career stats. Uh, and uh, his offensive line's not helping him either. They, uh, they're up there injured. Along the line, uh, they might get some guys back this week on defense. Shaq Thompson, Stephon Gilmore, they traded for him. Uh, so, you know, they're making moves up there. They were making moves like they planned on being in the playoffs and so forth. But right now, it's not looking good here. Uh, almost a third of the season in. There's seven games uh, into the season. So, um, Darnold's had 45 starts. He's got a 16 and 29 record. So, um, you know, that that should tell you something right there. He's got 52 touchdowns and 47 interceptions. So he's really close to being out of the league here. Unless they can fix something that uh, is broken with him. Right now he's got a – he's had a wonderful shot at it, 45 starts. Maybe he can go somewhere as a backup and and work on his mechanics and put it back together uh, if it ever was there. But the Panthers are on the hook for $18 million next year with his fifth-year option. So they need to fix this guy. They don't need to be yo-yoing him 
in and out of the lineup. They just pulled him in the last game, a 25-3 loss against the Giants. So they're in their speculation again about Deshaun Watson. Uh, well, he he can pick either Carolina or Miami. You know, the young folks like Miami, so I'm going with them on that one. Uh, you know, but he did play at Clemson and has ties to the Carolinas from Gainesville High. There's uh, the matter of the 22 civil cases and uh, not knowing whether he would go on, um, you know, the suspension list or the owners or the uh, commissioner's exemption list. But for, for now, they got to figure out how to fix Darnold in Charlotte or it's going to be a long season for them. So, um, and we'll look at some of his stats later here in the season. But, yeah, just the overview, 45 starts, 16-29, and 29, uh, 52 touchdowns to 47. That's more than what you want. Um, he's got 8-7 and seven this year. So we're, we're going to look at his stats when we go to our offensive breakdown uh, here later. Uh, but right now we want to hear from Carolina coach Matt Rule. They looked good last year. Uh, well-coached team when they came down here in the fifth game and beat the uh, Falcons, uh, you know, and uh, Coach Quinn got fired later that night after that game. But I was impressed with how sharp they looked. But, you know, as the season went on, they, uh, you know, Teddy wasn't their guy. And uh, they decided to make a change at quarterback. McCaffrey's hurt again, hamstring. Uh, don't expect him back for this one. But, yeah, it's a hot mess up in Charlotte right now. Let's hear from their coach, Matt Rule, who spoke to the Charlotte media on Monday. And can you also address uh, the reports that you guys may look at Deshaun Watson? Um, well, I'll start with a second. Obviously, I, I know there was a report out there. Uh, you guys know that wasn't for me. Um, uh, you know, um, I, I really have nothing to, nothing, to, nothing to add to that. You know, my focus is on this team and, uh, we're a three and four football team right now, and uh, we've got to find a way to win this week. So my, my focus is on uh, learning from yesterday and then getting ready for this week. Um, with that being said, um, you know uh, Sam Sam will start a quarterback this week. Um, you know I've, I've said to you guys that there's going to be some high moments and some low moments. Uh, I think how he responds this week is going to be important uh, for him and to our team. Um, and I. I think I made the right decision yesterday, to be quite honest with you. Um, you know, it wasn't good enough. And, um, you know, when you're the quarterback, it has to be good enough. And it wasn't good enough. And so, um, as always, you know, he, you know, he needs some help. You know, needs some guys to make some plays. But, um, you know, I wanted to try to get a spark. I wanted to win that football game. And, um, you know, put P.J. in in a tough situation, you know, and uh, asked him, you know, hoping he could maybe make some plays with his legs and make some throws down the field. Um, but, uh, you know, we're back to this week. We want to go one and zero this week against Atlanta. Um, uh, Sam will be our quarterback and he needs to have a great week and he needs to play better. And, uh, I'm sure he'll be the first to, to say that to you. I'm sure he didn't like yesterday. Coach Matt rules, breaking down his quarterback said he's got to be better. He's going to want to go one and zero against Atlanta this week. See the team infuriated and upset after this loss. I mean, Sam doesn't show much emotion. What, what do you, how do you deal with that? Because he didn't seem upset. And then ask about being benched. He didn't say he was embarrassed. He just kind of said, it is what it is. Yeah, I can't speak for other people. Um, I, I, I try not to. Um, I think everyone sh shows things differently. Um, and to me, 
you know, it's not about post-game locker room speeches. Um, it's about, uh, are you going to get up earlier this week? Are you going to work harder? Are you going to, you know, play harder and all those different things? I mean, um, you know, sometimes, like, you know, on defense, you can start complaining about the offense and get just, you know, get distracted from the things that, you, you know, you're doing. Um, you know, are, are we going to put all that uh, losing behavior aside and, you know, the defensive coaches and players are going to focus on each play for themselves. The offensive players and coaches are going to raise their level of production, special teams-wise. Obviously, the special teams, you know, the hunt game hurt us yesterday. So, um, uh, when I say infuriated and angry, I just, I, I think I was referring to, like, a sense of urgency. That I expect our guys to have a sense of urgency, like, you know, that this, this is not going to continue. All right, there's Carolina coach Matt Rule. He says, this is not going to continue. It's a long season, but this isn't headed in the right direction for them. Uh, I don't know when McCaffrey gets back or Shaq Thompson gets back or, uh, you know, when they can get it all together there. But uh, uh, let's go look at their season scores here. You can see how this thing is uh, uh, flipped around on them. So, you know, nobody knows what to expect. They got Sam Darnold's a new team. He played with Robbie Anderson. So, him and Robbie Anderson played catch early on in the season. Now, team's got three games of film on them. And, uh, yeah, they take Robbie Anderson away. He's not Jerry Rice. So, now what's Darnold going to do? Does he go to a second read, third read, or, you know, tight end? You know, Cam used to lean on the tight end a lot up there. So, uh, Coach Rule said, hey, you know, we, we have a system. There are progressions. Go through them. They're covered. Run the ball or check it down. That sounds real simple, but he's not doing it. So that's where, where they're at. But here's the um, the season breakdown. They open with a win against the Jets, 19-14. They beat the Saints, 26-7. And the Texans, not exactly murderous row, but they got the Ws. Then they went to Dallas and lost 36-28. to Then uh, Philadelphia at home, they lost to them 21-18. to And at home to the Vikings, 34-28. And then up in New York against the Giants, who, you know, the Falcons beat earlier this season. They lost to them 25-3. to So that's how, that's where they're at. Um. Seven interceptions in the last four games for uh, Darnold. And he got yanked for P.J. Walker last game. So his stats this uh, this year, he's 153 of 249 for 1,684 yards, 61.4%. Seven touchdowns, eight interceptions. So, you know, that's not going to get it. You you want a two-to-one ratio. He's not, not one-to-one. That's... um. That's a, a bad ratio. That's why overall that 52 to 47, that's almost one to one. You're not going to last in this league. I don't know how he's got 45 starts. But that's part of um, a bigger problem of drafting these young quarterbacks and not developing them and not training them, but just throwing them out there and, and letting them sink or swim. Well, he's sinking. You know, he might, um, you know, he might be able to play, but – uh, you know, the days when, uh, you know, they set the quarterback and got him ready are over. You know, Andy Reid did it in Kansas City with Mahomes. When he was ready, 
they put him out there. They're rushing Justin Fields up in Chicago. Uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully they don't mess him up. But, you know, this is uh, the new owners wanting uh, their draft picks to come in and play right away, and the coaches can't get them ready. So they get into bad habits, and, and you got uh, Sam Darnold here, who's got arm talent, but, you know, clearly doesn't know where to go with the ball when his first option's taken away or how to find a check down because he's been hit so much. He's got he got six hit um, sacked six times and hit ten times against the Giants. Who aren't is that? It ain't Lawrence Taylor's not up there anymore. So uh, they, they got line problems to go along with quarterback problems to go along with a running uh, rushing problem. So those those are Darnold's uh, stats on the season. Let's move on to some of the other areas here for the Panthers. The Russian, I put up Russian receiving and defense all in one item because uh, I wanted to do special teams separately. But they got Chubba Hubbard, uh, Oklahoma State back, who was uh, taken in the fourth round, should have went much higher. Um, he was one of the kids that uh, stood up to the um, coach out there, Coach Gundy, for um, – you know, wearing a T-shirt with one of them uh, conspiratory news agencies on it. And, uh, you know, uh, he was uh, involved in a lot of social action awareness work out there. But he's the running back now, and, well, they don't want to run him. He's only got uh, – he had 12 carries for 28 yards against the Giants. Uh, it was 5-3 at the halftime. They could have stayed with the run and didn't. They tried to give the game to Darno, and he didn't do it. Uh, next thing you know, it's twenty-five to three, and um, they're out of this thing. So, but uh, Hubbard, the leading rusher, he was uh, and McCaffrey wasn't tearing it up when he was in there. But uh, Hubbard's eighty-four for three hundred nine, three point seven, and one touchdown. McCaffrey fifty-two yards for two hundred and one, uh, three point nine average, and one touchdown. Uh, Darnold's got five rushing touchdowns, but he's not a running quarterback, but he's got five rushing touchdowns. So, um, got to watch him on the RPOs. So, 26, 110, 4.2, and um, five touchdowns for Sam Darnold. Now, the top receivers are DJ Moore, who's hurt the Falcons in the past. Uh, 46, 586, uh, 12.7 average, and three uh, touchdowns, you know, you got the kind of running rivalry with Calvin Ridley. They were selected around the same time. Uh, DJ uh, Moore out of um, Maryland. Robbie Anderson, he was hot. 18 for 204 and two touchdowns. Um, Chubba Hubbard's got 17 catches for 110 uh, and, no, and no touchdowns. So, you know, those are the top receivers and runners for your Carolina Panthers. Now, their defense, uh, you know, I like the way they were built. It's another tough front seven. So, you know, the Falcons will have some challenges there. Derek Brown's up there, up front from um, Auburn and Lanier High, AJC Super 11, a kid who's, uh, you know, turned in quite a game last week with, against the Giants. He, uh, had two tackles for loss, six tackles, a sack, uh, and and did his thing. Uh, you know, Shaq Thompson's out there on their third middle linebacker. Jeremy Jerry uh, Jeremy Chin led him in tackles last week with eight. Uh, and they do have Brian Burns, who could be a problem coming off the edge. Uh, so um, you know, Caleb McGarry's back. 
Uh, they've exploited that matchup in the past, so look for that again. Uh, the corners are not back yet. Um, they did trade for C.J. Henderson, who a lot of people uh, went to Jacksonville. The new regime didn't like him. He went ahead of uh, A.J. Terrell in the draft, but um, he played some last week, and they signed Stephon Gilmore, considered the top cornerback in the draft. Uh, in the league, excuse me, but Stefan is coming back from a torn calf, so torn quad. So it's um, he's getting close. We'll see if he uh, makes it back and uh, to play against the Falcons on Sunday. Game times 1 p.m. at Mercedes uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium on Sunday. Now let's look at special teams here. Uh, Amir Abdullah is the top returner. Three um, returns, 39 on the kickoff, 16. So uh, Erickson has two for 57, so he's got the better average. And then uh, Erickson's got the bulk of the re punt returns, 16 returns, 10 fair catches. He's uh, got 16 for 130, 8.1 average. Uh, no return touchdowns here. Uh, the problem area, punter. Punter Ryan Winslow averaged 36.9 punt, uh, yards per punt last week against the Giants. And um, Coach Rule said that wasn't good enough. Joe Charlton's on IR with back with a back injury and so forth. So uh, field goals uh, wise, they've had uh, two kickers this year. Gonzalez and Santosa. Gonzalez is um, that's eight nine of eleven. Nine of eleven. That's yep. And uh, Gonzalez here is um, two for two. So um, one for three for fifty plus. So uh, five for five, forty to forty nine, and then three for three, um, twenty. Uh, between 20 and 29 there for um, Gonzalez. So that's um, that's our wrap-up here of the Carolina Panthers, who are 3-4. and four. The Falcons are favored on uh, a couple different books here uh, for this game. Uh, you know, the um, they're, two, they're favored by 2.5 by the Vegas uh, Insiders. Consensus line uh, over and under at 47. The uh, Falcons are favored by three points on the Action Network over and under at 48.5. And FanDuel um, has the Panthers at 1.5 underdogs. So Falcons favored by 1.5. And um, at Fox Sports, Fox Sports has the Falcons at 1.5. So that's really a pick because, you know, home team's supposed to get three points just for the home team, um, uh, you know, home field advantage. But the Falcons haven't had one in a while. So, um, this really one point. There, if it's over, you know, three points, if it's your uh, spread isn't three points, then that's really a pick em for a home game. So, we'll see how it turns out. Falcons keep playing like they've been playing. They've got to handle their business. They don't need to have any more drama at the end. Need to start taking care of business on defense. Taking care of people. No fourth quarter drives. Can't turn the ball over in the fourth quarter. 
Especially, you know, they they got the leads. They did it the last two times against the Jets in London. They let them come back. And then they let um, Miami come back. You know, you can get a 27-14 lead. I mean, you know, you, you got to run the ball. Then run the clock out. Uh, Matt shouldn't even been out running around uh, on third down there when he fumbled. But, um, you know, if you got a running game. So, um, we saw the shift last week, too to uh, Corderell Patterson, you know, uh, uh, he had 14 carries for 60 yards in the game, where Mike Davis only had four carries for 10 yards, and he's coming. Uh, he was the uh, fill-in for, for Christian McCaffrey last year, and got him a little contract out over here with the Falcons, uh, and so his productivity, productivity uh, you know, uh, hasn't been stellar here thus far. He's mostly turning into a short yardage back. Uh, so I don't know if it's him uh, or the line. Uh, Cunningham noticed last game, uh, you know, that they were going away uh, from the outside zone and running a little bit more power. The Falcons were so, and that that seemed to fit Corderell better because he's going straight ahead. He's not going sideways and picking a hole. So um, when we see him in there, we're seeing a little bit more power running as opposed to the um, outside zone because uh, Davis isn't getting to the outside on the zones or getting much room for, uh, you know, the first one plant and go stuff. So they're adjusting, adjusting to create uh, a rushing attack and uh, just got enough of it going last week to, to help out. So that's where we're at. The Falcons have won three of their last four, two in a row. Uh, at 500 for the first time since the early in the 2019 season. And uh, when they were 1-1, one one, after Julio made that spectacular screen catch uh, against the Eagles and Nelson Aguilar dropped the bomb that would have won it, uh, Falcons, that was the last time they were at 500. Then before that, it was uh, up in... Uh, up in Landover, they went four and four. Had another screen in that game too, to, uh, one of Dirt Cutter screen specials to go four and four. Then things went south both times. They lost six games after starting one and one, and then in uh, eighteen they lost five games. So you know they had those wild wild swings under Coach Dan Quinn. You know where they could be really really hot and then really really bad. Uh, but that's uh, that's. That's in the past. So with that, we're gonna get out of here. We get gave you all we needed, all you need to know about the Carolina Panthers on Sunday. This team's in a wreck, hot mess. Falcons need to take care of their business. Uh, quarterbacks jittery. The running backs they they don't seem to trust them. The lines a hot mess. The defense is um, doesn't have a middle linebacker. Uh, Brian Burns is a game record, though. You better block him. Derek Brown's a tough one, too. Better block him. So, uh, you know, Jeremy Chin is keeping it all together back there. So, got to know where he's at. Take care of your business. You're over 500 for the first time. And we're going to probably have to go back to the 2017 season for that. And uh, we'll look that up. Uh, during the course of the week but with that we're gonna ask you to follow us on twitter at dearlando ajc or get our uh news on the facebook page atlanta falcons news now with that take care and have a great rest of the week
Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluesty, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.